contracts, salary caps. Why do our favorite teams make some of the moves they do? It's usually the money. It's time for the business of sports with Andrew Brandt. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. They are the Podcast One Sportsnet sponsor. You can receive a 50% sign-up bonus today from Podcast One. 50% sign-up bonus. It's going to be a Brandt's Rants edition of the Business of Sports. So many reactions I have to a couple news in the NFL. Uh, here we are midweek. One about Le'Veon Bell, I've talked about it a lot. Now we have resolution. I can sort of give my looking back, looking forward views on Le'Veon Bell. And, of course, the cancellation of the Mexico City game between the Rams and the Chiefs. Got some thoughts on that and what the NFL did. Of course, the right move, but some ramifications as well. Before we get to the business of sports, the Brands Rants edition, just a word from OMAC's Cognitive Boost. It's time to feel focused. Sharper, faster thinking, elevate your work, improve your motivation, get that promotion you've been chasing. Cognitive boost is the boost you need to get there. This is not caffeine. It's a way to fuel peak performance and boost memory, focus, and energy output with a 100% certified and tested supplement. It does that for you. Did you know four out of five people said staying sharp is their number one priority as they start getting older? So this will do it. So before I forget, Omax is offering my listeners 60% off a one-month supply of Cognitive Boost, plus free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. How does this one simple supplement give those alleged powers? Well, there's two powerhouse ingredients, alpha and omega. They are formula that uses high DHA, which is the omega-3 critical to brain health, supporting cognitive functions. So trust me when I say this, this stuff works. It improves mental and physical performance. You will instantly feel energized with no jitterness, no crash. So if you're ready to optimize your mind and body's fullest potential, you need to try Omax Cognitive Boost. Go to omaxboost.com slash Andrew, and you get a 60% off one-month supply, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's omaxboost.com slash Andrew, 60% off one-month supply. Terms and conditions do apply. Now to the business of sports, Brant's rants. Le'Veon Bell's not going to play in 2018. It's a shocker. I mean, you go into the season back in before the season, you know, he held out a training camp. You figure he's going to show up first day like he did last year. That was certainly the plan, and we all expected that deadline, in my mind, to spur action. I was very vocal about it. Oh, don't worry about the offseason. In fact, the Steelers like him not being in training camp staying fresh, not getting any hits, being okay, being fresh for the season. He'd be in bubble wrap anyway during the preseason. They wouldn't use him. They wouldn't play him in a preseason game. But lo and behold, he doesn't show. And then we heard the backlash from players in the locker room. I didn't think a big deal of that. I think if and when he came back, they'd get over that in about 15 minutes. (laughs) So that wouldn't be an issue, hugging it out with Pouncey and uh, DeCastro and Foster and those guys, that wouldn't be the issue. But then we won, he didn't show. So we go through another few weeks. We get to the bye week, and we figure he's going to show the bye week. Figure he's going to show the week of the bye week, get paid for doing nothing. Didn't. Then we figured he'd show up in the week after the bye week, get paid for coming into the next half of the season. Didn't. And now we get to where we are now, week 10, after week 10, November 13th, where I'm recording. Figured he showed up by 4 o'clock, get the paycheck the rest of the year, $6 million. Why not? He does not. Listen, 
I'll just start it this way. I think he's very principled, if this is the right word to use, and he has a lot of fortitude, a lot of gumption, a lot of chutzpah for doing this and sitting out in the name of whatever theory he has, whether it's less usage, whether it's thumbing his nose at the franchise tag, thumbing his nose at the Steelers, thumbing his nose at the entire system. You can give him all the props you want on that, but here's the here's the bottom line, and I think I'm a little informed on this, having done contracts for 10 years on the agent side and 10 years on the team side. This is not a good business decision. This makes no sense, no sense, on a business platform. Le'Veon Bell is losing $14.5 million as a running back, shortest shelf life in, in the sport, in the prime of his career. Tell me how he's going to make that back. Okay, let's hear the theories, because they're out there. One theory is, well, he'll make it back in spades next year. Really? Really? So he's going to make $14.5 million more guaranteed than he was going to make next year because a team says fresh legs. Really? I can tell you the answer to that. No. <laughs> no. Pick a number that he was going to make in free agency next year, if he even gets the free agency, which we'll talk about in a minute, and say that number is he was going to get $30 million guaranteed. Now he's going to get $45 million guaranteed because the team says, you know what? Even though he's a year older, he didn't get used last year, so we're going to pay him a ton more. No way. It's not going to happen. Okay? I've been in that chair. I've negotiated team contracts. I've talked to people negotiating team contracts. None of them can believe what he's doing, including people I've talked to on teams that are rumored to be in play for Le'Veon Bell next year. Listen, he is not going to get a significantly different contract having played all year, even if he got hurt, which we'll get to in a minute, and not played all year. Because a team is not going to drive their decision based on lack of usage in 2018 compared to a team saying, well, last year was 26, now he's 27. And the agent and Bell can say, but he wasn't used at age 26. Well, he is a year older, period. And I had it my whole career where people would come to me and the working against them was age, whether that age is 28, 29, 31, 32, and they would say, well, look at this year, he, had, he, didn't get hurt, he got hurt. Look at this year, he didn't play much. As if that's a positive. No, no, it's not a positive. It's not a positive because, first of all, Levin Bell had incredibly high usage early in his career. Okay, that's given. The wear and tear is already there. Does it somehow magically vanish by not playing in 2018? No. So that is a theory. That is a wish. That is a hope that some team's going to pay him a lot more. And you hear about the Jets. Come on. The Jets are now become the team that every agent's going to use as leverage because somehow the media and agents think they're going to pay. They're like Mikey from those life commercials. I'm dating myself. He'll eat anything. The Jets, they'll sign anyone for any amount. Okay. Maybe they won't. <laughs> Who else? Eagles, really? Eagles are going to put that money in a running back? Come on. They're going to do Carson Wentz's contract next year. So listen, I, I, you can pick your team, but I don't think it's going to happen. And I'll get back to what I was saying. A hope, a wish, a theory is not a plan. Unless Le'Veon Bell has a rock-solid guarantee that he's going to get 
pick a number, 45 to 50 million guaranteed if he sits out this year, which would be totally illegal and subject a team to loss of draft picks. It's not. There's no theory to this. There's no sense to this. There's no strategy to this. It's a hope, a wish, and a plan. Another theory that comes up, well, he avoided injury. Okay. Do you know who got the second highest, if not the highest, wide receiver contract in free agency this year? Allen Robinson coming off an ACL wide receiver with the Bears. Almost as good a deal as Sammy Watkins got with the Chiefs, $16 million a year. One of the top of market receiver deals. Allen Robinson came off an ACL. <laughs> Levy and Bell could be coming off an ACL and get similar to what he was going to get. And here's the kicker. Make $14.5 million by rehabbing. Okay? So, you tell me what's better. Making whatever he's going to make next year versus making maybe a little less, but having $14.5 million while he rehabs. I don't get it. Okay, another theory. Levy and Bell uh, thumbing his nose at the Steelers. Really? Who knows what the Steelers offer? There's rumors they offer $30 million guaranteed. We don't know if that's true or not. But Levy and Bell is helping the Steelers. He's not hurting the Steelers. Yeah, I know he could help them out in the playoffs, and having Kim and Connor is better than just having Connor. But this team is rolling. As we speak, they, their last game, they rolled up 50-something points against a good defense. James Connor's been a revelation. And here's the kicker. Levin Bell is saving the Steelers. That money's not going to other players. We don't see these Steelers throwing out their money they're saving on, on Bell. $14.5 million is going right to the Rooney's pockets. I'm not saying anything against the Rooney's. They're great people. But that's going in their pockets. That's pure savings, cash and cap. Pure savings for the Rooney's. There's no advantage to Bell for sticking his nose at the Steelers. He's not sticking his nose at anyone. Another theory, sticking his nose at the franchise tag. Well, okay. He's not going to get the tag next year. Steelers have conceded that. It would be a third tag. It would be prohibitive number, $25 million quarterback number. That's not happening. But they still can use a transition tag if they want, which would be about the same he's making this year. And yeah, they could lose him with some big offer. So what? They lose him, they lose him. And if no one gives him the big offer that everyone thinks is coming but may not, they got him again. And he can sit out again if he wants and throw away his whole career and throw away his whole income, financial security. But this this does not favor Bell with the Steelers. Steelers get two things this year. Pure cash and cap savings while they're on a roll on the field. And next year, ability to use the transition tag and keep them if they want. And if they want, they want. If they don't, they don't. Steelers are the advantage position here in my mind. Okay, and in terms of thumbing his nose at the franchise tag, well, it's not going away. You know, Le'Veon Bell is not a campaign uh, a pioneer against the franchise tag to make it go away. How many issues do we have coming up in collective bargaining that people talk about and think the union's going to make any gains? Well, if they make any gains, they're not going to lead with the franchise tag. Believe me. For something that affects 5 to 10 to 15 players a year, they're not leading their negotiations with that. That is way down the list down there with rookie pay. So, franchise tag is here to stay. I don't get it. There's nothing good business-wise about Levy and Bell is doing. And here's the other thing I hear. Again, these are sources, and I'm going to protect the names, but I hear this. That A, his agent, and B, the union 
have advised against this course of action, have advised him to go in. And I don't know if that was going week one or going week seven or going week 10, but they have advised him to get his money and do it. Well, he hasn't. So I don't get it. And listen, Levin Bell can do what he wants. And as I started this, I said, good for him. Good for him. You know, he's principled. He's doing what no one ever does. Cam Chancellor held out three games. Dwayne Brown, like seven games. Nothing like this since Sean Gilbert 20-something years ago. So kudos to him. But, but, he's a running back. He's not a defensive lineman. He's not a lineman like Dwayne Brown that's having a long career that plays into his mid-30s. And don't tell me about Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore. First of all, they're both playing for about a million dollars. Second of all, they're the outliers. They are the exceptions to the rule. To think that Levin Bell automatically says, I'm going to play to whatever Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore in the mid-30s. No. No, he's not. Chances are. So (laughs) he is thrown away a year in his prime and an extraordinary amount of money. I don't see it. I've said along. I've been a broken record tweeting about it. I've been on both sides. I've been an agent. I've been a team executive. I don't get it. I hear the rationalizations. I hear even people say, well, if he's going to, you know, hold up, if he gave up $8 million now, he might as well give up the rest of $6 million. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who doesn't need $6 million? These are the same people that talk about players making 100000 versus 200000 this is a player making $8 million versus $14.5 million or $6 million, whatever it is. Come on. I have not agreed with any rationale for Le'Veon Bell to skip, let alone part of the season, the whole season. Makes no sense to me. Got me upset. <laughs> That's my little riff about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, before we get to the next topic, which is the cancellation of the NFL's Mexico City game, first a word from 4 It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Connects you to real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. There's no snake oil pills. There's no gas station counter supplements. You just answer a few quick questions. The doctor reviews it with you, can prescribe you products that are shipped directly to your door. Again, no waiting room. Prescription solutions backed by science. You save hours. You go to fourhims.com and you can order now. My listeners get a free trial month for five dollars right now while supplies last. See the website for details. It will cost hundreds if you went to the pharmacy. Go to fourhims.com/sportsbiz. That's fourhims.com/sportsbiz. For my listeners, you get a trial month for just five dollars. Fourhims.com/sportsbiz. Now, the NFL Mexico City game, which is no longer. It's interesting that the NFL has had their games in London, and we are going to have eventually, still hasn't gotten there, but three stadiums in London, Twickenham, Tottenham, and Wembley, of course. But they've had these Mexico City games. They had one in recent years, and it was going to be the marquee game of the year, Monday night, the Chiefs and the Rams, two high-flying offices, two teams, exciting, two teams that would score and draw ratings off the charts to be in Mexico City and all of a sudden we start reading about problems with the field at Azteca Stadium and it's off. It's off. The NFL announces this afternoon that after consultation they did mention the union. They mentioned experts brought in. They're not going to have the game. So listen, the Rams had gone to Denver to acclimate to altitude. They were going to go from Denver to Mexico City 
Now they go back to LA where air is an issue as well with these wildfires going on down there, especially near their facility in Thousand Oaks and what's going on again with the shooting there. So much going on with the Rams. Uh, they're going back to L.A. They're going to host the game in L.A. The Chiefs are going to come there. The Chiefs don't have to worry. They were going to fly to Mexico City. They just sit back and wait. Now they fly to L.A. No Mexico game. Meanwhile, on the state side, so we have a game in Los Angeles. This was going to be a Rams quote-unquote home game. So no harm, no foul from that side. And they just play it in more proper conditions, the field at the L.A. Coliseum. What I'm interested in is the ramifications. Now, we had this in a Hall of Fame game a couple years ago where the Packers and Colts had to cancel due to stickiness on the field. Uh, Hall of Fame game, of course, is an extra preseason game. No one cares that it wasn't played. And we had I had on my podcast here Michael Avenatti, who you know from Stormy Damo's fame, who has been very public uh, with his representation of celebrity clients and attacks on President Trump. He represented the ticket holders of that Hall of Fame game. And my first thought was, is he going to get involved here? People obviously were making plans to go to Mexico City. I don't know how many, but I'm sure there were tour groups. I'm sure the Rams had a fan group. I'm sure the Chiefs had at least one fan group. This was a major deal, not to mention all the local people wanting to go to this game. Sponsor activation, sales, all kinds of activation go into these games. In fact... I would think Rams contingent, Chiefs contingent, NFL contingent made multiple trips over the past several months, year, to sort of plan out what they had, so many events planned with appearance fees, whatever's going on. So it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess to try to restore, make whole everyone involved with the game. Now, I know insurance covers these things. I know there's cancellation fees. The point is, this won't end well for the NFL. Uh, You know my saying, there will be lawyers. There will be backlash. They're moving a game that was planned. And my question is, this can't be news to the NFL that these fields could be an issue. They knew they played soccer there. They knew there was weather. They knew that a lot of action was going on on this field. I don't get it. Why is this coming out a few days before the game And it just seems to me this is something that could have been gotten in front of. Uh, Again, I don't know enough about the schedule at that stadium. Obviously, soccer games abound. But this is something that seems to me like, okay, this is a problem. And then the bigger picture, we talk about NFL International. And, of course, London has a foothold. We even talk about a team being placed in London at some point. I guess my question is, now what? Beyond London, now what? You're not going to Toronto. That was an experiment with the Bills. We're not going to Canada. We're not going to other places. We're not going to China yet. We're not going to some of these places that people dream of. But beyond London, what do we have? I was with NFL Europe. For those of you who don't know, I was general manager of the Barcelona Dragons. We had a tough time with fan engagement. They cheered at the wrong times. Did the wave the entire game long. They cheered at the kicker more than the other players. Uh, this probably wasn't really an issue with Mexico City, but now what? Uh, This is slowing, if not deadening, the momentum coming out of this game. That's a problem. Um, So we'll see what happens here. You know, I think the logistics stateside are fine. They'll they'll get the game going in L.A. They're going to give out tickets to first responders and firefighters. That's awesome. 
It's going to be a very touching moment uh, when the Chiefs come there next Monday night. States and the Chiefs, instead of going to Mexico City, they just turn the plane towards L.A., no problem. The issue to me is, A, what happens with the ticket holders, with the sponsor activation, with appearances, with so many activations that were happening this week, uh, set up for months and months in advance by the Chiefs, by the Rams, by the league, what happens now, and bigger picture, what happens to expansion beyond the borders, beyond London. Because Mexico City was probably number two. And now this is a blow. This is a blow. I mean, I think we'll see, yeah, should we see another game back there next year? Yeah, but there's going to be hesitation. There's going to be reluctance. Teams that are assigned to go there are going to be rolling their eyes like, what about the field? Union got involved. Kudos to them. Unsafe. And kudos to the NFL for choosing safety of players over business. Everything I just talked about is good for the business of football. This would not have been good for the business of football because it would have potentially harmed players. And if a player suffered a serious injury based on that turf, not a good look. So kudos to the NFL for choosing to go with safety over football. And that's what happened with this decision here. Those are my branch rants. I want to give you a word from Under Armour. I love this product. If you're competing, training, recovering, Under Armour has the best performance gear to make you better. I like their Vanish product. It's engineered to be more breathable. You feel lighter, less distracted. Quick drying. It won't cling, won't chafe. Stretches with absorbing sweat. So I use the Vanish for the gear, and then I use... Uh, UAs map my run for logging my runs, my workouts. As people know, I'm a triathlete. I sink into one of these these connected running shoes or other devices like a Samsung smartwatch. So you should sign up for these things. You can unlock so much. So download Under Armour's Map My Run in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Get a 30-day free trial for premium new users. Take control of your goals today. Under Armour, again, for gear, their Vanish product is great it makes me better and then of course they have the under armor map my run in addition to my fitness pal i like the map my run it is a connected device you won't you will not regret downloading it and tapping into it under armor the best gear the best fitness apps hope you enjoyed that branch rants edition of the podcast talking about the cancellation of the mexico city game and of course levian bell's decision i think a bad one to skip the 2018 season. Get to listener questions now, favorite part of the program where I answer your questions. You leave them for me, I'll answer them here on the podcast. First, a word from Simply Safe. If you've been thinking about getting a Simply Safe home security system but have been waiting for the holidays when all the tech deals come out, you made the right move. I can get you a great deal on Simply Safe. It's the best home security system. If you go to simplysafe.com slash brant, my name, you'll get 25% off a new system. It's an amazing deal. They're doing it just for us. Simply Safe is a great protection for home and family. They don't make you sign a contract, no hidden fees. CNET, PC Mac, Wirecutter all say Simply Safe is the best home security there is. So if you're looking for a security system, you want a great deal, go to simplysafe.com slash brand, my name. Save 25%. Make sure to use that URL because it really helps out the show. That's simplysafe.com slash brand. Deal ends November 26th. Now to listener questions for this week. Our first question comes from Scott. Hi, Andrew. This is Scott in Austin, Texas. Question for you with the recent decision to um, 
moved the Monday night game from Mexico City to Los Angeles based upon player concerns, as well as the uh, stand down from NFL offices on anthem issues. Are we seeing the beginning of a thaw between uh, the two parties, NFL and NFLPA, before the start of uh, the next CBA negotiations? Thanks. That's a great question, Scott. I talk about it a lot, the dysfunction between the union and the league. They don't seem to be getting along. Everything seems to end in litigation from the end of the CBA in 2011 until now, seven years later, nothing really gets done. Well, a couple of things got done. They did get a drug policy. They did get in uh, the stand down on the anthem, as you talked about. And now concerns were heard from the players through the union about this game in Mexico City. So kudos to the union for getting that done, for press, expressing concerns through the players and having a standoff, a stand down, if you will, from the NFL. I do maintain there's a problematic relationship because uh, Demore Smith, the head of the union, Roger Goodell, the head of the league, have been extended way past any deadline for the new CBA in 2021. So they could get a deal done. And that's my frustration. We seem to always hear about Armageddon and in three years there's going to be a lockout or strike or players going to demand this. They're going to walk out, whatever it is. But they could get a deal done anytime, anytime, anytime. It doesn't seem to be getting done. I'm not sure why. I think it comes down to lack of trust, lack of communication, lack of respect even between Smith and Goodell. Yes, you bring up a couple good points. One, the stand down in Mexico City where the players expressed their concerns that were heard. And two, of course, the anthem policy that is no policy that was clumsily put forward this offseason and then kind of pulled away. That's a good sign. Uh, so you're right. There are some potential thaws in the relationship. To me, the biggest thing they do with each other is the CBA. And Again, we've got three years left, but it can be done at any time. They both have extensions on their contracts. Why are we looking like it's going to wait until the end? That's my question there. Great question, though, Scott. Really appreciate it. Now let's go to Jared. Hi, Andrew. This is Jared from Louisiana. My question is, why are NFL, why were NFL teams so stupid about sports betting for so long? We just had the Dolphins tweet out advocating for voting for Florida voters to vote for sports betting. So obviously they've woken up to the business implications. But why were they so stupid in resisting betting for so long? Thank you. Yeah, great question, Jared. Sports betting, sports gambling, to me, is the new frontier in sports. It's not only a new frontier for a previous taboo. Remember, Pete Rose still is not in the Hall of Fame in baseball through four commissioners for gambling. On the other hand, these... These leagues are making deals with daily fantasy companies, casinos, etc. Uh, you know, the NFL got dragged kicking and screaming into the gambling world. They wanted it through federal legislation rather than Supreme Court heading off that and doing it on a state-by-state -state patchwork. That's where we are right now. But they recognize the teams, the league, recognize extraordinary fan engagement opportunities, extraordinary monetization opportunities from sports betting. So you, as you mentioned, you have the Miami Dolphins tweeting out to support a measure that would make it easier to implement sports betting because it's an extraordinary fan engagement opportunity. We saw that with fantasy. People just say fantasy is not gambling. Come on. Of course it's gambling, especially daily fantasy. So it's hard to believe that even comes up anymore. It's cert it certainly is gambling. And 
you know, it started four years ago this week with Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, writing an op-ed in the New York Times saying, let's bring gambling out in the light. Well, here it is. And it's in the light. I think the NFL lost its moral high ground on gambling by putting a team in Vegas. I understand the business reasons for doing so. But to continue to have concerns about players in casinos and the integrity of the sport while placing a team in the mecca of gambling in the country, you lose it. You lose some moral high ground there. And it has. So the the Supreme Court has opened the door and now not only states, but it seems like, as you mentioned with the Dolphins here, teams are stepping in. Great question from Jared. You can leave yours every week, 484-416-5654, and I'll answer your questions here on the podcast, and this podcast, of course, sponsored by Bet Online. We've reached the midway point of the NFL and college football season. There's so much going on. You've got the Saints, Rams, Chiefs, Patriots, all these teams in prime position, college football. You see what's going on with Notre Dame, Clemson, Michigan, who's going to make it to the Final Four. Only one place to get in on all the action, that's betonline.ag. Don't wait any longer. Use promo code PODCAST1, 50% sign-up bonus. That's PODCAST1, 50% sign-up bonus. Don't miss out on any of this action going on. PODCAST1, you get your 50% sign-up bonus. Try in-game live betting when you can participate with all the action every day. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Thanks for listening to this Brand Trance edition of the Business of Sports you can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. Listen to the podcast, Apple Podcasts. Please give us a good rating if you would. Stitcher, tune in, RossTucker.com, wherever you hear your podcasts. Thanks for listening again, and I'll be back next week with another edition of The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Thanks for listening to The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also get additional insider insight by listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and College Draft Podcast, all at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts are found.